Money FM 89.3, best of the breakfast huddle. Why it matters on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Huddle. I'm Elliot Danker. You know, due to COVID-19, the average interest in studying has plummeted over the past year or so. And according to a study done by IDP Singapore, only 28.5% of students feel it's worth it to study abroad. But of course, now with things improving, things have changed. Borders have reopened and Singapore students' interest to study abroad have gained momentum once again. So has IDP Singapore seen an interest peaking again? And how are universities in Australia, like the University of Western Australia, preparing itself to welcome Singaporean students once again? Well, on the line with me this morning is Raymond Yu, who is Country Director for Singapore IDP Singapore. Good morning, Raymond. Good morning, Elliot. Hi. And joining him is Javay Yam, who is Senior Regional Manager, Singapore, Malaysia, Brunei, Hong Kong and Macau for the University of Western Australia. Javay, good morning. How are you? Good, thanks, Elliot. How are you? Very good, sir. Thank you very much, gentlemen, for helping me out with this. Um, Let's try and sort this out. First and foremost, IDP Singapore is a global leader in international education services. And, of course, they help individuals explore study opportunities in the English-speaking country of their choice. Raymond, international borders now open in Australia. So are you guys getting more queries? Is there more interest, again, in in going overseas? Thanks, Elliot. That's a a really good question. And... uh, we do see an increase in terms of responses for our events. Uh, we see a 70% higher increase in terms of our students coming for our events, attending our events. Our queries have also increased, especially for the STEM disciplines, basically the sciences, tech, engineering, and the medicine disciplines have seen an increase across the board of 40% to even 20% for biomedical sciences. I bet that has something to do with the fact that uh, we're all getting medically more educated during the COVID-19 pandemic. Yeah, that may be, yes. (laughs) All the more parents are saying, go be a doctor, sure got future. Um, (laughs) Just a little bit more about IDP. I mean, the the organization has had a close relationship with uh, the University of Western Australia over the years. I mean, just generally and just very broadly, Raymond, um, how have you seen the evolution of studies to, you know, where we are, at right now with, with the main interest being in, in the medical arena? Uh, well, the thing is, over the years, we have seen the changes in the pedagogy of education. Uh, our students and parents are also uh, looking at more experiences rather, rather than just theoretical. Uh, a lot of the times when we work with um, um, great universities in Australia like UWA, their curriculum that they offer is very, um, the experience is very didactic and uh, it actually moves away from just theory but a lot more of experiential learning, uh, which is uh, what we see students and parents are looking for. I think they're looking for an experience overseas studying. Uh, They're looking at the way that the courses are being presented to them. We see that change and that evolve over the last couple of years. I think it's a great uh, setup for Singapore students who have gone through a very problem-based yeah. learning curricula. Uh, and, and that leads us to, to Javay, um talking about this partnership that uh, the University of Western Australia has with IDP Singapore. First, let's, let's talk a little bit about the university. Uh, how many Singaporeans roughly are studying there and what are some of the popular courses that they tend to take up? Yeah, sure. Thanks for the question, Elliot. Just to introduce uh, UWA, the University of Western Australia is a leading global university ranked in the world's top 100 and a member of the prestigious Group of Eight. Based in Perth, 
UWA is internationally recognized for its excellence in education and research and is home to award-winning academics, including Nobel Prize winners. Um, So over the years, we've had more than 10,000 UWA graduates from Singapore. Uh, So it's a very popular university, and we have an alumni network of around 7,000 graduates who are currently based in Singapore. At this moment in time, we probably have around 600 Singaporean students studying at UWA. In, in your observation, why is Australia such a popular choice? Is it really because it's just so close to Singapore? I think that's one of the reasons, but also because Australia is known to offer high-quality education that is recognised in Singapore. But beyond the quality of education, students get to see the world, develop a global mindset and be immersed in a new culture. Perth is a very safe and multicultural city filled with people who are very friendly and welcoming. And as Perth is only five hours away and in the same time zone as Singapore, the geographical proximity ensures that students and their family are well connected. And Mm. when students study at Perth and UWA, they gain a more diverse set of life experience and form global networks from people around the world. So they really grow professionally and personally. So it is very exciting and enriching to study abroad. And these memories stays with the student for a lifetime. Mm, totally with you on Perth. In fact, it's my favourite in the whole of Australia. Uh, Raymond, uh, so just on the back of what Javed talked about, you know, why Singaporeans tend to choose uh, Australia. Raymond, do you normally get feedback from parents um, during whatever roadshows that you may have on why specifically they want to send their kids overseas? Doesn't matter whether it's Australia or not. Well, I think it's, it's uh, many, many different reasons. One of them is probably due to the fact that a lot of the disciplines that are being offered overseas may not be offered here uh, locally. Okay. Um, and a lot more specialized in terms of uh, what they're offering overseas. Uh, more importantly also is the uh, experience of leading an independent life. Like for example, even in Australia, it's not really very far away, not too far away, but uh, you still get to lead that independent life. You still get to learn and experience a different way of education, the way the education is being presented to them and the disciplines present, being presented to them. So uh, so we do see that, especially when we do our um, research and our focus groups with parents and students, that's one of the key things that they actually raised uh, why they want to go overseas to study. It's interesting, you know, because when we talk about overseas study, it's always that life experience that tends yes. to come to mind, right? Yes. But are there any concerns as to whether the, and let's take, for example, uh, University of Western Australia, right? Whether or not the the curriculum and style of teaching is in line with the high pressure that we have here in Singapore? I think if you look at um, Singapore-wise, uh, we are globalizing, right? And a lot of com- a lot of the companies that we, are, we uh, have capital inflow in or set up their offices here have a global network and a global outreach. What they see and, and how they, they process a lot of their, their development and a lot of their uh, operations is based on a very global network. Okay. And that's where we find that even though they're stressed, but overseas education and the pedagogy that is provided to them, it's very different. It's more, life learning is more, it's more related to the processes and the organization that the global companies are actually offering. Right. Okay. Uh, Javay, this one is for you. And and this is because you're looking at a few different markets, Singapore, Malaysia, Brunei, Hong Kong, and Macau. First, are there any noticeable differences between the students from these countries? And also on the back of what Raymond was talking about, Javay, um, the alignment between the education systems uh, between Singapore and Australia, what are your observations there? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think in terms of the regions that I look after, they are quite distinct in 
their regard. But at the same time, they do have quite a few similarities being a predominantly undergraduate market. And all these markets have a strong uh, interest in biomedical sciences and health sciences. And in particular, medicine is of great interest to these uh, regions itself. Now, Utah-based medicine program is really prestigious because it is ranked top 30 in the world, top three in Australia, and uh, recognized in many countries um, over the world. So in Singapore, it's recognized by the Singapore Medical Council. And that's one of the reasons why it is such a popular program in Singapore itself. Now, in terms of the alignment, um, we sort of know that this, our curriculum is really aligned to Singapore's Ministry of Education strategy for a big push towards interdisciplinary education. Um, And we know that this is a direction to prepare students for a more dynamic and uncertain future. So at UWA, we offer a world-class interdisciplinary education. And as part of our three-year comprehensive degrees, students may take two different majors with no additional cost or duration. So this is very beneficial because students can align their education with their career goals and personal interests. And especially during COVID-19, our students have been able to pivot on their two majors to look for good career opportunities. Okay, this one's for the both of you. Um, Say I'm a student but can't really afford it. I'm wondering about A, the scholarships available uh, and B, uh, obviously, how how can IDP help me here if I'm trying to, you know, get into this school, uh, trying to to pursue an education overseas? Uh, Perhaps, Raymond, I could start with you. Yeah, so uh, at IDP, we have uh, a group of counsellors who also do have overseas education. They can basically share with uh, with the student and with the parent their experiences there. But not only that, we do also offer a, a link and also a um, community where uh, parents alike who are thinking of sending their kids overseas have that link where they are able to speak to each other and find out what are the challenges. And uh, we can actually hook them up together, connect them up with the alumni or students who have been there to speak to them who are parents who have sent their students overseas to speak to them and provide advice. Now, we, we don't really push our students to a particular university. What we want to see is what is the best fit for the student in terms of the grades, in terms of financial-wise. And then from there, we'll start to advise. We will have a very strong connection with the universities to support us in providing our financial advice if they do need financial advice or even curriculum advice uh, in terms of uh, their grades-wise and where they can go and what the path they should be taking. Yeah, I think it's so crucial these days, especially. It's more than just being a teacher. There's an yes. entire support structure, right? Even yes. even when you go out to work, it's, it's quite similar. Uh, Javay, help me out here. I mean, uh, obviously, we want to look at helping the student beyond the classroom in that sense. Could I get you to share about the UWA Careers and Employability Centre? Yeah, definitely. So as you mentioned, students, you know, um, I think they look beyond just a world-class education um, and they want to get a head start in their careers. So at UWA, we have a strong emphasis on getting them prepared for their future careers. UWA has more than 4,500 industry partnerships and we leverage on these partnerships to offer work-integrated learning opportunities such as industry engagement and internships for our students to give them a head start in their career. As you've mentioned, UWA has a dedicated careers and employability center that can help our students enhance their graduate employability. In addition, we also have an outstanding career mentor link program where we match professionals with students, providing an opportunity for our students to receive helpful tips and advice and benefit from the industry knowledge and career experience of their mentors. So all of this really helped to make UWA the number one university for graduate employability in Western Australia. 
Yeah, I bet we're wishing we had this back when we were in school. <laughs> uh, gentlemen, um, just a final point, and I guess this is for both of you as well. Uh, there is an upcoming uh, panel discussion, uh, the IDP SGXUWA. Could you tell me more about it? Uh, I suppose, Raymond, starting off with you uh, from IDP's point of view. Yeah, so the thing is, uh, as what I was mentioning, I mentioned earlier before, where we uh, have our alumni students to actually give talks and uh, mm. to have a chat uh, with potential students on thinking of going overseas, sitting on a fence, whether should I stay here, should I not, parents wondering whether it's safe to go over now. So we do have uh, set up a panel discussion on 19th of August together with UWA to have the alumni students sharing their journeys at UWA, what they've gone through, what are the challenges, or what are the things that UWA has supported them in terms of making their, their journey successful in, uh, in studying overseas and how UWA has actually helped them to shape their careers. I think a lot of parents find that real life stories are always yeah, the most assuring, exactly. right? You're right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, uh, Javi, um, and just on the back of that, uh, after August, there is an open day in Singapore in September for UWA. Tell us more. That's right. So there will be an exclusive UWA open day in Singapore on 24th of September from 1 to 5 p.m. So our academic staff members, admissions, careers and employability center alumni and current students will be in Singapore to meet with our prospective students and their family. So students are able to have one-on-one conversations with UWA staff members, our alumni and current students. And at the same time, we'll be running concurrent seminar talks on popular courses such as medicine, dentistry, science, business and engineering. So this is a great opportunity to meet with UWA staff members. Uh, To find out more information about the UWA Open Day in Singapore and to register for the event, uh, students can get in touch with IDP for that. All right. And and, uh, Raymond, if you could help me out, how can we get in touch with IDP here? Oh, well, go to our website, idp.com. That's one. Uh, in there, there's a listing of all the events and you can see uh, UWA Open Day to register for the event and we will get in contact with them uh, within 24 hours. Fantastic stuff. Parents and students take note. Yes. All right. I've been speaking with uh, Raymond Yu, who is Country Director of Singapore IDP Singapore, as well as Javay Yam, who is Senior Regional Manager for Singapore, Malaysia, Brunei, Hong Kong and Macau at the University of Western Australia. Gentlemen, thank you so much for your time this morning. Take care. Have a great day ahead. Yeah. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.